The busiest Saturday we have had in 52 weeks. We're going to unpack it. Why is this happening? And are there any other things we need to know about the property market into the next 52 weeks? Stay tuned. To work you know, just a day, just a day I'm, in the office. I'm in the, no, I'm in the Novak Land Jet. Is it true you get a helicopter to work every morning? Yeah, imagine <laughs> that. Do, 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 do. We've got space for our level three, level three, just fly straight in. Yeah, they just land on the roof of the office. Come down up. on a rope, yeah, come down on a rope like special forces. <laughs> <laughs> So Billy Bob um, and everyone out there, it was a really, really interesting weekend. We don't normally talk about the events like open houses, but it was astonishing. The well, one, it was very hot. Uh, yeah. Two, it was amazing. Uh, two, the the people, you know, it was fantastic to see so many people turn up to so many houses back to back. Where the t- the ten o'clock open, it was like. Was that just a really good property or a really busy property? Then the 11 o'clock one was busy. The 12 o'clock one was busy. The 1 o'clock one was busy. They were all flat out. What is happening out there? Yeah, it's true. We had um, we had um, on the sales side of things about 15, 20 opens. Um, on the rental side, I think we probably had similar numbers, if not a little bit more. And we record our open home numbers every week so we can keep a rough measure on, on, as you said, whether it's properties performing better than others, um, you know, whether it's just general, you know, um, open home numbers are up for the week, down for the week. Um, it, it is a good measure. It's, it's a, obviously doesn't translate directly into, you know, dollars, but it, it does help having more groups through. No doubt about it. And through our opens, um, Combined, we had close to sort of 80, 90 people just on the sales side of things. So that's, you know, combined over the just, just buyers, which is big numbers. And, and don't forget, often these groups are big. They're not just one person. So there was, we probably had more like 200, 250 people, 300, actually more like 300 people through the opens. It was just, it was yeah. busy. It was busy. Now, I also noticed the attitude's different. The attitude is definitely uh, def- attitude is definitely different. Um, Luke saying what's busy, busy is sort of high single digits, low double digits. Extra busy is you know high double digits, you know like sort of twenty thirty. But we, we we were seeing one and two groups through before, so that's just you know the comparison we're making here. Um, but the attitude is definitely different as well. I mean, wh- where do we start? First of all. Um, you know, Lisa made a good point off air. There's people coming through and kind of voluntarily putting through offers on, on properties again. So it's, you know, the, I, I all I can think about is scarcity of stock has contributed to often when you take something away from someone, they lunge forward. 
And I feel like the marketplace did that to buyers. They took off the table a bunch of properties, a bunch of houses and units, and, and then the buyers sort of lunged forward. Um, I remember I used to work with a developer that when the market was quiet, he would put his prices up <laughs> on the yeah. development site. And everyone would be going like, what? Up? And then they actually would do deals. Um, so I, I do find that that's contributing a little bit, that lack of stock. Yep, I agree. I think um, as people sort of look in, it's interesting actually because as, as if people forecast the next, um, you know, six months, people are still saying, um, you know, we, we think more stocks are coming on. But on the other hand, they're saying, you know, we've seen the market correct now and, and we, you know, we're happy with, with where they see value. That's the most important thing. Buyer sentiment seems to be back in the marketplace before it was constantly waiting, waiting, waiting. I think the buyer sentiment's back now and, and people seeing the amount of activity um, out on around the grounds is, is making other people go, yeah, I think, you know, other people see it, we see it now. You know, they follow, follow the leader. Another thing I find that the fear is leaving the marketplace, the shock and awe has left the marketplace where I think a little people people were told by our government to expect rate increases in 2024, a year and a half ago. And yeah. when they got kicked in the gut, they were like, I can't believe you just did that. Um, so there was a bit of shock and awe in the market. Now, um, after all the rate increases, consecutive rate increases, people just went, okay, well, you know, this is what it is now and can we afford it? No, or can we afford it? Yes, but that's shopping all out of the market. So I think that's probably lunch people a bit forward. Yeah, and I'm looking forward to the next fifty-two weeks. Do you think as as we go into what well, we're first quarter of was the end of first quarter of um, twenty-three? Do you think going into twenty-four, people are going to be feeling a bit of pressure to get in whilst? right to where they're at because once they come back down surely it's no big compelling for people to get back in if they're not already i do i i, I think i think people will one thing people definitely will answer your question but one thing that we are noticing is people are tidying up their backyards now um if they've got assets that are unnecessary non-essential um they or, or toys that are unnecessary and non-essential, they're culling them. Um, and we're even finding with properties like in terms of um, our landlords that have got assets there, um, for whatever reason, they're like, you know what, I'm just going to make life more comfortable, sell. Um, so the landlords exiting the market are, is at a rapid, rapid pace. Um, compared to the landlords entering the market. So it's owner-occupiers that came through the opens this weekend. Um, I do think you've got to be a pretty uh, opposite-the-curve type of landlord. This is probably an all-time low, and technically, emotionally, the it's counterintuitive to be buying investment property at the moment. So I think it's genius um, to be jumping in before those rentals skyrocket. Um, and while those landlords are selling. While those landlords are selling, that's going to push rents up higher. We've spoken about that in a couple of series before, but it was definitely a busy weekend. Yeah, I would love to. Um, I know the rentals guys got pumped as well. 
I'd love to get their take on this. Um, but we've seen it in the media. Um, rents are up, as, as Luke's saying. Um, yeah, it was all round a busy, busy Saturday. Sunday was busy as well, so I did a, a couple of Sunday opens. And what's interesting is we, and we're very, very lucky. We've got properties across all different price points, and um, it seems to be that you know the entry level stocks just as busy as um, this awesome opportunity we've got in in Coco. Knockdown rebuild opportunity, big views, you know, and at, um, you know the more higher end of the price points. Yep. Now, you know what, what was the most biggest question that you're asked on Saturday? So aside from property questions, does this have a garage, what aspect, uh, whatever, were there any technical questions or common questions you kept getting asked from buyers? Yeah, two. And uh, one was really interesting. Um, but who's, who's had it harder or who's, who's worse off? The guys that are coming off fixed rates. So the buyers are saying there's still landlords that are going to go from two percent to five and a half five percent are they have they had it worse or is it the people or is it the you know the owners that have undergone 10 consecutive rate rises well that was a really interesting question yeah so it's the mortgage cliff uh if there was yeah. two words it's the mortgage cliff people are looking at that those people coming off fixed term rates I think it's CBA, 68% of loans are coming off the next quarter. Uh, yeah. Sorry, 68% of their fixed loans are going, moving to variable. And people are worried about that mortgage cliff. And it's a common answer, um, the West, common question that we get asked and, and, and the answer that we, our opinion um, in that market and, and based on data is that the interest rate payer in the last 18 months has has endured more mortgage fatigue than what the fixed interest rate payer will pay when they come off interest rates two yeah. reasons one the the um variable payer in the last 18 months was given no warning uh two they were like the rents went up straight away with no warning. Different yep. to the guys, they've had they've had a lot of time to prepare for, for uh, Armageddon. Um, <laughs> and then the amount of dollars out of their pocket, they've actually managed. They've paid higher money the whole way along, rather than getting the discount for eighteen months like the fixed people, which yep. are going to go to a regular rate. So what's interesting there is the dollars out of a variable person are a lot more than the dollars out of a fixed person when you look 24 months back on, the, on those payments of both parties. The variable people still copped it harder. Now, when we talked to um, CBA chief economist, um, they were saying mortgage stress, fatigue um, and is it called delinquency or what when you when you don't when you don't pay your um your mortgage they said they're sitting at regular rates they're not seeing a lot more um of people um you know basically going under so they said if people haven't gone under on these last uh, 18 months two years on rates they estimate that they the people are better off yeah. on the fixed when they come off and they it should be the same pattern Long answer. And that's what the data says, you know. So, um, 
you know, Lisa's put a good one in here. The buyers that think the market's still coming up should be worried. There's obviously a lot of people that are, you know, they're reading almost half, they're reading almost half the facts. So they're seeing 60% of stock is coming off this term, but they don't read the other half that, um, you know, um, mortgage payments are, are not, you know, they're still being met. So that that's, you know, there's there's two two ways you can read the um, the numbers. Um, Luke, love to hear the rental team activity if overbid application. Yeah, people are going on those rental properties. Tenants are just putting in. They're not being coerced to put in more, but they're just paying more to try to be favoured. Um, but do you know what's really really interesting? There's definitely sub markets. I love RP data. Core logic because they give a beautiful graph on how different markets are performing. Now, the Northern Beaches yeah. market in Sydney, for whatever reason, was the first to react positively coming out of COVID. The yes. Northern Beaches, like we started seeing huge numbers for open homes, sales prices, growth first. Interestingly enough, when the market started correcting, and started going negative, we felt at first again, again. So we were like, man, we're being punished. And we were looking all around the state. And I remember I had a client for sale, this is probably about 18 months ago, in Wayne yeah. Street, Freshwater. She was buying in Bellingen, which is near Coffs. Uh, yeah, bit sexy, Right? And I, I had a conversation with her every week that, look, you know, RP data is showing a 5% correction on in, in your suburb and in all surrounding suburbs. And she's going, Bellingen's going up. And then even when we were negative 10%, Bellingen was going up. My yeah. point is, guys and girls, you, there are sub-markets. So the overall direction may be one way or the other, but you won't particularly see what we're talking about in all parts of, of, of you know, of Sydney or New South Wales. Newcastle may, may be suffering less my opinion it'll happen yeah and the second question you were saying off air can't remember can't remember i can't remember i was hoping that would prompt you <laughs> i should have written it down must have, been a good must have been a really good question must have been i think you wrapped it in but all in all great great look if we can, if we ramp out the next 52 two weekends like this last weekend um it's 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 positive it's just a really good breath of fresh air into the market yeah this is a snapshot of our living room from the weekend just Look at that conversations around that's nuts um but yeah as you said if we if this if this is the new norm for the for the year ahead um bring it on it's gonna be um yeah i think a good time to be buying and selling and on a personal level, Billy, you're a, you're a man on fire. Well, I don't know what you're referring to, but thank you, Mark. That does sound positive. Um, wasn't, wasn't I have to say, girl, at work, you've been good. Yes, yeah, very good. I have to say another interesting one is, um, and I was talking about this with Glenn, yes, on um, Saturday on our market wrap-up, two properties in the last 14 days both very very different properties they've got no similar features really um so you can't you can't say it's just one end of the market's moving up um both properties have been on market over six months and they both sold in the last 14 days 
you know, why? Why is the question mark? Yeah, you, Billy looks excited, Luke, because he's been doing heaps of deals. So um, I'll just put that comment up again just to support this. So, um, yeah, he's been a man on fire. So been out, working hard, working the streets, letterbox drops, calls. Uh, what else have you been doing to do deals? Uh, I got a new suit, and um, I can't tell it live, but I, I do have a secret. I've got some secret sauce. So if you if you're looking to um, you know improve yourself this summer, call me. I'll share you the secret sauce, but I can't put it on socials. You can't say that. Yeah, yeah, you can because you got to have the little hook. There's got to be a little hook. Can you, give us a, can, you, can you give us a clue? It's Yeah, it's something everyone can do. It's very simple. It's just one change. I, I'm actually, this is my first day of testing this new secret source, but I've already seen in 24 hours how it's going to help me. And um, let's let's come back to this on Monday next week. And if it's really been successful, I you know, might, might give you, you know, the full thing. But at this stage, we're still in trial. But it's, it's pretty special. I'm not going to lie. All the blokes out there, yeah. That's intriguing. There Everyone there have go. a great day. I hope it's going to be a bit cooler this week. It was a hot one last week. And enjoy real estate. Thanks, Maybe guys. Cheers, Mark. Happy Monday. Ciao.